welcome to our podcast this is really weird for us to talk about like this because we've never done this before but basically um i'm shahara i'm jy and we basically started a podcast because first of all over quarantine we thought it was really cool how people had like um youtube channels and podcasts and like we loved watching like people react to movies and stuff and that kind of like pushed us into the media world and then um it also to be honest kind of became a trend in our school (laughs) for people to start podcasts Mm -hmm. and um but we just kind of like it and we wanted to be able to talk um to each other first of all but also to a wider audience about stuff that we hoped and that we kind of wish we had guidance on so this is kind of our introductory episode kind of a get to know you kind of thing so as you said on our this is jy um we go to dc a school in dubai dubai college um it's a pretty good school and <laughs> uh we um self-promo but it's fine um i do three edibles i used to take four um, but now I currently do biochem and math, which are the standard medicine A levels. Um, and JY. Okay, so before we start this, I'm just gonna um, set out like a warning, kind of warning kind of thing. So basically, you'll find out like over the um, episodes that Shahara will be talking for seventy percent of the time, and you know it's fine. That's how conversations work. <laughs> but that's just how it is. And to be honest, her voice is quite soothing, so you probably like it more. But anyway, that's going to happen. So if you <laughs> it's not weird i just give putting like a warning out there but um i do in in my defense jy just doesn't talk <laughs> you see this is not a good thing you're intercepting me while i'm talking huh okay you're interrupting okay I, good um, tell you what you're okay <laughs> or a level um i do biochem math with shahara and then i do english literature you should do it with her and then she dropped and left me alone okay um yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, um so yeah i do three she does four i guess my decision to drop was c- kind of out of like just wanting more time for biology chemistry and math and just kind of like deciding that because i did like english and it's not that i was doing bad in it and wanted to drop from that because i actually do miss it sometimes but it is from i think that it's important to know that you have to kind of prioritize um your time and also like how you're working so we'll talk about this in a future episode because i think that we're gonna have an episode on this but that's kind of like a background but jy is very good at the whole like keeping with four thing so she's right i don't know and she's not gonna drop um a subject but um so yeah we're both aspirational medical students um yeah and we that hence the name of our podcast is pre-medics i thought it was pretty like snazzy jy thought of it not me um but yeah um so we want to talk a bit about like what we actually want to do with medicine so jy you want to go first um to be honest i'm not really too sure i feel like everyone's been choosing their specialities and stuff like that but it's quite early days yeah like i mean i haven't actually got into medical school yet so like i don't know what i do like or i don't but like surface level ish like i do want to get uh want to dabble into um, research medicine too hence why i am will probably be applying to oxbridge medicine not sure which one you haven't decided yeah but um yeah i mean as a medical student you should definitely have like kind of like your aspirations like set but at the same time be more flexible because you don't want to rule any of the the, the specialities out because I mean you don't know what's going to happen so yeah okay before I talk about my aspirations can we please point out that JY learned the phrase early days from Love Island and Love Island only <laughs> you said 
early days and the early days i've only ever heard that phrase on love island i'm sorry <laughs> never ever have ever <laughs> but okay i love love island it's not this ship okay i jump ship from uk love island usa love island so they don't talk early days yeah <laughs> you the uk love island is so much better i am a newbie i'm not gonna lie i started watching it this year but i'm already sucked in anyway back to our aspirations so um i um kind of went on a really weird path of trying to choose medicine but again that's another episode that's a shameless plug so we're not going to talk about that right now but right now I'm kind of loving more of the practical uh, side of medicine I'm not as into the research as JY is um I also hoping to go to um Oxbridge for medicine uh, that is the dream but as a international student we um it is kind of obviously they, everyone knows that um, Oxford medicine is hard to get into but that's the dream and then also more than that my top choice is the UK for medicine um I don't think Jerry mentioned it but she's applying to Korea as well so maybe she can talk about that a bit more in our other episodes because that is a completely different um application stream but yeah so I'm um I'm also not really sure which one out of the Oxbridges I'm going to apply to but I'm leaning towards Cambridge right now um I hope to be uh, be a pediatrician in the future. I love working with kids. I know it's weird, JY doesn't get it, but everyone um, always asks me, why do you like working with kids? But I love it. I don't know. I've always kind of been drawn to working with babies and um, really young kids. And I love, I love it. So kind of implementing that into my work, I'm hoping to become a pediatrician. Um, I also am really interested in like neuroscience and psychiatry, so maybe dabble that in, like with that in the future. But the main aim at the moment is to get into medical school in the first place. So that's what we're trying to work at right now. Um, so when we were trying to plan this episode, um, we kind of were looking into what can we talk about in our introductory session, and we also want this podcast to be not all about medicine. While obviously it's a massive part of our lives, we do have a work-life balance, everybody. So we do want to talk about other stuff. <laughs> um, you cannot see what JY is laughing at me right now. Um, but we, <laughs> we want to talk about um, other parts of our personality and other stuff that we like. So we kind of just wanted to go through like a couple of favorites of ours. So like favorite movies, favorite books, favorite TV shows. So JY, let's, you can hit it with that. What your favorite movie oh that's okay favorite movie that's really tough um the thing that comes out like straight to my mind is probably the oceans 11 trilogy it's just like an amazing i knew that i was i i I was i was thinking i was thinking we should do it for each other since we probably know it for each other and i was like i know it's ocean 11 but i was i was was like maybe i'll let her say it in case i'm wrong (laughs) there are a couple but that's probably gonna be like probably like there it's pretty good, but not the Ocean's Day though. I mean, Ocean's Day was pretty good, but the the original ones are better, to be honest. Um, what's your favorite film, Shahara? My favorite movie. Okay, I thought about it a lot. So my favorite movie is One Day with Anne Hathaway. It's my all-time favorite movie. I just think that it's the production is incredible, and the tone of the movie and the writing is very good as well. And I just love it. It's one of the movies that I can like rewatch a hundred times and never get sick of. So that's my favorite movie. But most of the time when I say that my favorite movie is One Day, people are like, what is she on about? But I'm, I'm, I, it's, I, it's a recommendation. I'm telling you, Google it, watch it. Um, it's a really good movie. So yeah, One Day is my favorite movie. But I also really love Little Woman. Um, the Greta Gerwig version, the one with Timothy Chalamet and 
um, Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse? I think it's Saoirse Ronan. But I, um, I love that movie. I just like how there's different tones and colors. Um, as you can tell, I'm a massive, like, fanatic of, like, the actual production value of cinema, which is really weird and very nerdy, but I quite like that. And I've always had this discussion with uh, JY about how I love that kind of stuff, and, like, she does too, and we always talk about album, album covers, which <laughs> is a perfect segue into our next question of what is your favorite artist slash album slash song? That's so tough. I actually don't, I actually need to have it, like, laid out in front of me so I can decide. I have nothing, nothing comes to my mind right now for albums. Like, like honestly, honestly, like it's kind of funny. Me and JY, not I, mean, I wouldn't say became friends, but like kind of like bridged onto like music as a massive like foundation of a friendship. And we did this thing for a year. This is commitment, guys. Okay, commitment of us doing a, a song. We recommended a song every day for an entire year, and we had a seven hundred and twenty odd songs on one playlist of each of us recommending each other a song. And like, honestly, like with music is that it's always changing i feel like i'm more the alternative indie kind of music she kind of like she likes alternative uh, but also like r&b kind of music right now i'd say i really like the driver era as a band i feel um my artists are probably driver era um gracie abrams phoebe bridgers and i know i swear i'm not basic i liked her before she blew up but olivia rodrigo i love her too um <laughs> My my favorite song right now, I couldn't tell you. It. Uh, I quite like. Um, wait, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm I'm going to find it on my phone. I don't remember. It's by Luz. She's more of like a newer artist right now. Um, oh, counting houses. That's a song recommendation like thing. If you look at it, because we've done it like over like the span of a year, like you can see like how our music tastes kind of change. And it's actually really mm. like, not like it's just people like music chains don't like just stay the same for like the entire year because new music styles come out and like new artists come out so like it changes like a lot and i feel like now it's completely like it's alternative and like i feel like i tried really hard to find like rare music like not like typical like music like songs because mm. like, like it's a recommendation list you don't like recommend stuff that's like on the top 100 uk like whatever like that that kind of like playlist you don't do that but that's just like um you're just doing it wrong to <laughs> your friend so you shouldn't do that so um i don't know the band camino is really good i like i like that band mm -hmm. basically all bands to be honest it's all alternative band bands you have it like signature like sound it's quite different for each band but like it just turns out really well so yeah you liked keshi for a while as well because like like she was saying about our playlist you can see each other influence each other's music taste like, you know what i mean like you can see like the other person kind of like take it into account but like you should like cashy didn't you for a while i did i the thing is it's really funny because like i remember you kind of like recommended like hamilton and like like the, the musical and i got into that for a while and then now i'm not i'm not mm. into it but like i feel like it's just like in the moment you just get influenced by like and like Taylor Swift, I was. We never, are musical theater. Oh, Taylor Swift! I was a big Taylor Swift fan, but not like that big. But then I feel like it just got worse because she released a re-recording. Mm. Like, why would you do that to me? Like, I was like, honestly. Yeah. Okay. But honestly, I, I, I've always been a Taylor Swift fan. I can never say that I wasn't because I'd always jam out to like her absolute bops, you know what I mean? But like, I think that when she came out with like the Folklore Evermore era, I think me and Jared both can agree. Folklore was like kind of like what was like 
we are Taylor Swift stand till death kind of thing we're like I don't know I love her I feel like a lot of people kind of hate on her because she's quite like stereotypically basic but I think she's really good um if you didn't obviously you can't see me but I, I was doing quote when I said basic but I do love her and so does JY we're big Taylor Swifties in big Swifties here but um one that kind of like segue from Swifties. Um, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Best okay, the thing is it, it changes depending on the moment, but right now it's Willow. I just really like it. It's just really yeah, her evermore album is so different. Like people say that she is staying to folklore, but it's literally not like folklore is like much more like story-ish and like very like, kind of like dark, I would say. Simpler term dark. But then for Evermore, it's more like, it's very fruitful and really nice. And Willow is just like a really like lighthearted song that you can just play and repeat in the background. It works. True. You know, funnily enough, right now, my favorite song is also on Evermore. I really like Gold Rush, which I feel like I, I, you didn't like it at first. And then I showed it to you and you were like, you know what? This is actually not that bad. Yeah, I like Gold Rush. And, but like, I think my favorite song overall is probably off of folklore i don't know which one you know i i was meaning to tell you this i like um exile now i didn't like it before but i like it now you know how she um, moves from her high register to a low register like 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 that like it's just so cool like mm. be like, it's pretty good. like it's pretty good. i was thinking that bon, is it bob iver is that bon. the person bon iver yeah i think bon. he um he brings he brings a massive like thing to the song. I just think that like his low register, especially in the beginning, is what like I think I don't know. I I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like it when I first listened to it. I was like, this song sucks. <laughs> but then I listened to it again, and I was like, this is really good. Like I just feel like the um not I think like the accumulation of both of their voices and how they like intertwine with each other. Yeah, so it's really good. Oh, this is me trying. This is one of my favorite from folklore. Yes. No. Also. Um, I didn't like off of Evermore. I didn't like um, what's it called? Oh wait, I have to look at it now because I I can't remember the song from my head. Um, let me search it. Now I have like a whole like mashup of chaos in my head right now. This is not good. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I didn't I didn't like Marjorie on first listen, but now I do like Marjorie. I don't know that song. The thing is, if I don't add it to my library, I just don't listen to it. I haven't added that. So. <laughs> um, okay, let's go on to our next topic. So what's our next favorite? Um, our favorite, let's think. What's our favorite TV show? It's so hard. I've been watching too many TV shows. It's so hard. You have to ask me when I'm not watching anything. Um... I can't think of any. I need to go to my Netflix. I mean, I know JY introduced me to Shadowhunters. I know it's not her favorite, but she does like it. But I, on first watch of Shadowhunters, I really appreciated the lore of the TV show and how it was like um, the world building. However, I don't really think I associate myself with the characters very much. Um, but apparently the books are better, so I should probably read those. But... Um, I have um and wait that no wait okay I have to segue a little bit. Shadow and Bone was a really good TV show, guys. Everyone like like you have to like oh, if you have not watched it, go watch it. It's so good. 
Um, it wasn't good. Because, okay, yeah. It was good, but the thing is, after hearing like all the story, like the plot from like you and Zara, like it was so much more to be covered. Mm. And I was scared that it was going to get cancelled because you don't know what's going to happen to the TV show. They might get cancelled like halfway through. And but it's not. There's season two. But season two is not going to cover the entire story, is it? Like it's so no. But okay. So basically, right? I read Shadow and Bone like a year or so before the TV show came out. So I was a massive fan of the books before the tv show came out and i like had like this love for like alina and mal and the story in general and i've been meaning to read six of Crows. i actually have it on my shelf right now but i have to read it but i hadn't read it before the tv show came out but um watching the show i think it was really good the world building and the um actual production value of the show was beautiful however i don't think that the show absolutely did the books justice because there were so many more facets to the book that were not included however i do think the show made mal a more likable character because i just feel like in the in the books i'm not gonna lie mal kind of made me annoyed on multiple occasions of him just being kind of a selfish character and just like not really like kind of like very angry and bitter but in this tv show he's much more understanding of alina but i feel like they did it on purpose just to make it more of like a building because i also think that a lot of people when reading the books not myself included i did not do this but ship together um alina and the darkling but in the tv show people don't do that as far as i'm aware people who i'm friends with don't really do that and a lot more people like mal but i think that apparently six of crows is better than shadow and bone from what I, the little birdie told me so I don't have to crows, birdies, huh? I mean, anyway, I don't really read books anymore. Like, if, I don't know. I don't know why. I used to be, like, obsessed with that. But, like, now I've just opened my Netflix and I realized that I really enjoyed Modern Family. It's literally one of my all-time. <gasps> oh, my God, yeah. I love Modern Family. I watched it recently as well. I watched it, like, like for the first time ever, like, during the spring break. And um, I just kind of fell in love with it. It was really cute. I just think that it's a very, like honest show I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite but i think it is good like i think like phil claire it's so sweet i think my favorite show is probably upon okay upon first watch my favorite show was once once upon a time um not season seven though seasons one to six but i feel like re-watching it i like it less i think it's more because of like it's it's the, the reason the show is good when you first watch it is because you figure out everything about like the mysteries and stuff and how things interlink but as soon as you know everything it's kind of boring so yeah. I think it's a good show it's definitely up there but I don't know if it's my favorite anymore like on the same line like in time like having like watching like fantasy tv shows and like all that mystery stuff when you watch it once it's really good but when you watch it the second time it's kind of like sport for you but for, on the like on the other mm-hmm. like sitcoms and like family tv shows there's not much of like a big plot underneath there. Like you're just watching for like the single episode, like funny, like um, what's it moments and like the heartwarming ones. So like, yeah, like I I really like more sitcom kind of stuff, like Modern Family, BoJack Horseman. Those kind of like what's it short TV shows. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think that also like with those kind of shows, also like Friends. I think the rewatchable factor of the show is the reason it's so like popular, and I think that in general. And so much more like it has it's just people love it more just because you can rewatch it and not get bored of it, whether you can get bored of like the more fantastical shows, you know what I mean? And like the, they can medicine. If you want some good um what's it, medical TV show recommendation, 
I would recommend. First of all, do not watch Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is 17 seasons long. You do not want to be wasting your time on that. You've got stuff to do. Yeah. Watch Grey's Anatomy. Never. Never do that. If you want to, watch the first like six seasons. That's when Izzy's there and Alex is there for like, I don't know. Yeah, not 17. Just watch six of them. It's okay. <laughs> Just, I, feel, I never committed to, um, to what's it called? To Grey's Anatomy. Um, Grace Anatomy, yeah, because I, I was too scared. I was just like, I can't get sucked into this wormhole. I don't think it's that good, but if you want like a good, like short, what's medical TV show, New Amsterdam, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know like what it. I really like? I don't know. I, I don't think it's very like accurate. I'm not quite sure, but the stories and like the cases that are discovered in the show, all completely fictional, but all very interesting. Um, is Chicago, Chicago, like it's, it's like a, I think it's called Chicago Central or something like that, but it's um, it's kind of like a in the same universe as Chicago PD, but it's like I don't know. Uh, search it up on YouTube; it comes up pretty quickly. This stuff is kind of gory, but it's very interesting. I like that kind of medical TV show. They confuse me. All of like the American like PD, like fire, Chicago fires, and that, that those kind of stuff. Like it really confused me. It's like there's like what's it seventeen of those like with different like district names. It's so confusing. I can't yeah. But oh my god, do not watch Attaway General. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> I watched that. I watched that. Um, what's it? Um, on TikTok, you know, with Dixie's like snippets of like. Yeah, I saw it on TikTok. The thing is, right? I was like, I was like, what is this? It's a medical show, and then like, <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> First of all, why is it, why is he even named Attaway General? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was so bad. I think, okay, at least I don't want to bash the show because maybe they have, like, they catered to some people, you know, somewhere out there and just, they just did not cater to me. What, seven, what, seven year olds? It's, it's like, what, brat? Isn't that like <laughs> chicken girls? Like, like chicken girls was a big part of my life like in my, like when i was like chicken girls you know i never watched chicken girls but recently annie Le- no sorry i'm sorry jules leblanc jules is it jules now yeah jules leblanc now she was talking about chicken girls and how it's like this new thing jules leblanc and i was like let me just like yeah she changed her name it's not annie anymore it's jules she, she calls herself jules now <laughs> yeah do you not see this it was everywhere. <laughs> she, she called it, she's like, I can't speak, but <laughs> what's it called? Annie. Yeah, so she was Annie forever, right? Annie LeBlanc. Everyone knew that. But then she changed it recently to Jules. And she has like a Nickelodeon show now. And she was like, no, I have to change it to like Jules on my show. And I'm just like, oh. what? <laughs> I mean, because her name is Juliana, which I didn't know, which is a very pretty name as well. Like, oh. I love the name Juliana. Taking like the first half now, not the other half. Maybe she got sick of it. Maybe yeah. She, she wanted to change it Maybe up. Maybe she wanted like to reinvent herself. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I respect that. So yeah, she's Jules now. She kind of talked about chicken girls. And I like watched like a, like like one clip of an episode on YouTube. And I was just like, uh, no thanks. Maybe I think, I think, I, I think I'm not the, no, I'm not the target generation anymore. You know, I think I missed my mark. Yeah, you did, kind of. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they're really going for um, 17 year olds who are stressed about getting into uni. <laughs> and then um, I think that also, okay, let's go get another favor. I think that um, favorite books. So basically, me and JY have like a little like skeleton of a schedule of what we're going to talk about in episodes. But we did really want to talk about books in an episode. So we're not going to go through this too much. But actually, no, let's talk about our favorite. Um, um marvel movies because 
I'm going to, I, I'm a Marvel fan and so is JY. And we both think that Marvel is greater than Disney or better. Uh, not Disney, oh my God, sorry, no, DC. Okay. However, I have, I have come to the conclusion that I feel like DC villains are better um, explored. Like for example, Harley Quinn, the Joker, I love those like kind of shows and movies. Harley Quinn. They're not great. I like Harley Quinn. I I, I didn't I, I don't think the movies are that great, but I think like the um the actual like storyline and the comic book strips um, are pretty cool for Harley Quinn. I but I think for DC, it's very the fantasy line is very like subtle. So basically, all the villains they have like they're basically humans, most of them, like Lex and like Harley. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all humans. Like that's why they have a storyline, but for like Thanos, like, what even is he? Like a titan, like like. <laughs> but I think that I think that's that's where DC mix, misses the mark is that they make their villains more interesting than their heroes. So then people just watch the villains movies and they just kind of like Aww. discard themselves of the heroes. But I, I don't know that's my personal opinion. It might be very controversial, but I think I like Marvel better, and so does JY. Um, and recently, oh my god, actually yesterday, the Loki season finale came out. And okay, I'm gonna say, unpopular opinion, I don't think the finale was that great, but it was good because it said there was gonna be a season two. Yeah. So then we understood why the finale itself wasn't that great. Because I feel like, I was just like, watching it, I was like, is this the finale? Like, why is this so like, not dramatic, you know what I mean? But then I saw the season two, spoiler, I'm really sorry if I just spoiled it for everyone who didn't watch the show. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, she said it was going to be a season two, which I think made it immediately better. So what do you think about there being a season two? Because obviously, like, for WandaVision, they didn't do that. Mm. But I think it was good. I like that they didn't do it for WandaVision. I, when I watched it, I was really confused because there's a lot, there was a lot of speculation about who the final villain was going to be. It was either going to be Kang the Conqueror or people were saying it's going to be a darker version variant of Loki himself. Which I was like, no, 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 that's not happening. If that's serious, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm gonna literally erase my memory from watching Loki. I'm watching ever. But I think it's it's a bit kind of weird because now it's been confirmed that he who remains (spoiler alert) is Kang the Conqueror. But he's meant to be the next super villain that follows Thanos. But when you compare the two of them side by side, I feel like to be honest, Kang the Conqueror, his first appearance as he who remains is very underwhelming. Like. Compared to Thanos' first appearance, it, it makes less of a mark. But maybe that's because they want to catch us on surprise. Maybe it's going to come with a very dark, darker, stronger variant of um, the Kang. But like the first appearance wise, I wasn't, I didn't feel too threatened. And it was just kind of like, okay. It's yeah, and I, I understand that. Like, yeah. That was- I feel like with he, he Who Remains, is that, is it was He Who Remains or was it who it was? Is it that what he was called? He yeah. Who remains? He Who Remains, yeah. So yeah, for him, I feel like when I just thought he had like the weird, the, like the weirdest but cutest but creepiest smile. Mm-hmm. I just like it was just like the way he smiled. But I also think that um, he put so much like ammunition into the fact that um, he's going to have a variant that's very very evil. Yeah. And like there were like he's like the type of he's like the variant of himself that prioritized other people over his own self gain. So I feel like they're I think that they're leading it up to him having a much more evil counterpart so i think that's why he wasn't that cool but i remember like with thanos he there was like um an end credit scene where like they turned around and it was him and that was like so cool and everyone like freaked out about the fact that oh my god it was thanos but um right now i'm very confused about marvel phase four but i'm very excited for it at the same time because i just feel like um huh i'm confused because the thing is you know how like 
um, if you have a villain, you have to construct, assemble a team, Avengers assemble, you meant to assemble a team that's like that along the same time where the super villain is there. But the progression is really confusing me because right now, where like the whole universe is at, Aven Avengers is literally like separated because people die, people like yeah. work. And, but the super villain is coming up, but I'm confused who's going to take the part when they're going to fight him. Because if not, it's going to be individual, they're going to be fighting individual wars, like Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, like Loki. That doesn't make a good team. Where did it come from? Like Yeah, exactly. It was very weird. I saw this thing about them wanting to do the new Avengers or like the dark Avengers. There were two. There was the new Avengers, which is like um, Hawkeye, like the new Hawkeye who's like Haley Steinfeld and then um then like Wanda's twins and then there was like other things as well other people like uh Miss Marvel and like a little Iron Man's person who comes I think it's Morgan Stark as Iron Man or something like that but um I may be completely wrong but um I don't know I just it was kind of like weirdly put together I feel like the tv shows are really good definitely I think that WandaVision is still my favorite tv show um, maybe because it came after a Marvel hiatus, so it was just much more like hyped up. But I, th I still think it's my favorite. But I just think that like, I think the most answers are going to be given to the audience in Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. And I can just already see that being such a good movie because they're putting Loki, Wanda, and Doctor Strange in that movie. I just feel like it either is going to be so heavily chaotic or it's going to be incredible. Weird because all the, all the, what's it, he, not heroes, but all the individuals with um, powers, yeah, like the magic element to them. And it's just like, but the thing is, it's confusing because I feel like weird because not the entire Avengers is like this, like they're not all gone. Some of them are remaining. So mm -hmm. I think that's just kind of weird because like, you're like it's not- Also, where does Spider-Man come into this? I don't know. I don't want him to be, but I want him to just continue his life as like a teenager. He got with um, he's with Zendaya now. Just be with MJ or whatever. Like, come on, like, <laughs> yeah, like honestly, dessert. I just feel like it was weird because I think that maybe there'll be more questions answered in No Way Home. But I just think that it's like it's not very clear on. So I feel like I don't know. My personal opinion was that with um Far From Home, they there was a very like clear layout of spider-man being the next iron man with like the with like the parallel imagery and stuff and oh. like that but then like i spread like theories on it and no one agreed with me so i was just like okay fine but then i was just like i don't know i felt like they were kind of like setting him up to not be the next iron man but be to be like the the like successor of like the head of the avengers because who else is gonna be it but I don't want that to be the case because I, I'm sorry, Tony Stark is irreplaceable. Like you can't possibly replace. I know, mm -hmm. I know what you're saying because I see the hints too, and like the interaction between Peter and Tony is quite obvious that like he's kind of preparing him to be his successor, kind of. But like I don't see, like I don't want it to happen. And first of all, Spider-Man is one of the most irrelevant characters. I'm so sorry. I just don't like Spider-Man, and I, and you probably don't know this, Shahar, but I actually haven't watched Far From Home, and I refuse to watch it. You haven't? Yeah, I haven't watched it. I refuse to watch it. I didn't know that. I, I liked Far From Home. But I also feel like I'm such a Zendaya fan. I haven't watched um any of the new Spider-Man movies except for like the first. Did I ever watch the first one? I don't know. But like I only watched Did the you watch Homecoming? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> you didn't watch Homecoming? But like you Homecoming was like relevant to um No, but I'm pretty sure it was I like after Civil War. I'm, I'm not sure like the thing is I don't remember I remember watching one movie with, um what's it the new Peter but then I don't remember which one it was 
It's very <laughs> the new Peter. <laughs> you mean the Avengers Infinity War? I watched the new Peter. <laughs> I like the older what's it Spider-Man movies more. I feel like now just way he's way too like a kid now. Like he's just a kid. Maybe that's I watched the Spider-Man. I didn't tell you this. I watched a Spider-Man with M Stone. The one with M Stone. Yeah, that's the one. Well, I think it's Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And like that was good. Like I was just like, damn, okay. That was pretty good. But the thing is, I know it, I know why um what's it Tom Holland plays Avengers, um, what's it, Spider-Man? Because he's more of a team player in like the new Avengers. But then um I feel like what's it for the Andrew Garfield one, he's more of like a standalone character. Kind of makes sense. So. Mm. Yeah, I know. I get that. I feel like also because there was this whole like battle right between Sony and and Disney about like who oh, had yeah, Spider Man. I was weird. like, I feel like so there was like like Spider Man was such like a. I think in terms of like a superhero, he was very 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 famous initially, more so than Iron Man even. And then when Iron Man came in, and Marvel like completely rocketed like into like complete stardom of like just being really popular and in cinema, then then kind of like spider-man kind of like flopped and everyone was like we need spider-man in the mcu and then i think disney took him and then there was this whole like divide but like anyway so guys we kind of hit our little benchmark of how long we wanted our episode to be and i feel like by this episode you kind of have got the grasp of me and joi just simply being massive nerds that's it <laughs> so just like different um with music and with cinema and with medicine especially um so in our next episode, I'm not going to guarantee in case we change around the orders, but we're going to be talking about um, like applications and book recommendations and stuff like in our future episodes and A-levels and work-life balance and mental health and COVID and everything. So if you would like to be involved in that little journey with us, stay tuned if you're watching this, if you're watching our episodes come out live, which by the way, thank you. But if not, move on to the next episode. And where can we find our podcast, Jay Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Anchor. I think that's it. Yay! I think that's Spotify too. Oh yeah, okay, Spotify. Spotify too, but I mean, you don't need to. Spotify layout is kind of weird. So just do just do Apple Podcasts. That's the go-to one. You know, I actually like Spotify recently, but we can talk about this in, the, in another episode. But anyway, thank you for listening to our first introductory episode and we hope that you enjoyed Bye. it enough to watch our next one. But we'll see you in the next one. Bye!